Clocking Out is your host, Emily Jabour, and this is After Hours, a serialized podcast examining the effects different occupations have on a St. Louis family. Last week, I interviewed the wife of a warehouse worker, W, who I called Y. Y revealed the large negative effects W's work has had on their marriage and their family. She also explained how they were working to resolve the issues in their marriage. This week, I interviewed Y's mother, who I will call D, since Y disclosed to me that D has played a crucial role in helping Y and W's marriage. D is one of at least 56.7 million Americans who have a disability. In D's 20s, shortly after having her two children, she discovered she was born with an autoimmune disorder that aided in her developing ulcerative colitis, neuropathy, epilepsy, and other disorders. The neuropathy has made it painful and difficult for her to walk, so not long ago she filed for disability. Let's see what Dee's life is like after hours. What is your current employment status? I'm disabled. How long have you been on disability? Two years. What did you do before you were put on disability? I was an office manager medical assistant for four doctors. How does being on disability work? Well you can't handle working anymore or you have your doctors begging you to get on disability because your symptoms are getting worse so then you have to quit working you have to put the application in you live off of nothing for six months you don't get any money or income for a whole six months so you have to depend on family and other people to help you for six months, pay your bills and stuff. And then you'll get a notice that you got it and then you get a check depending on how many years you put in. Mine is roughly around a thousand dollars a month. So it's just enough to help you pay your bills. I was on Medicaid for the first two years. They do help you get your medications and still see all your doctors. But as of this month, I just got my Medicare and you do have to pay for your Medicare. It comes out of your check, which makes it even less to live off of but you just have to do what you have to do. So you said that for six months after your file for employment, you had to live off nothing and depend on your family. How did that affect your relationship with your family? There was a lot of fighting. At first it was okay, but there was a, it was just a lot of tension because there's less income. And so there was times where you had to go to the food pantry or you just had to make ends meet different ways. So. But there was a lot of fighting and tension. And how did that affect you? Depression. How has being on disability as a whole affected you physically, mentally, and emotionally? Mentally, it's been bad. I miss working. People try to make fun of me a lot and say that I'm lazy, but I'm not. I didn't choose this for myself. I'd much rather get up every day and go in and work because at least you felt needed. I loved, I loved my job. I loved seeing patients every day. I loved helping others. I loved that my doctors depended on me and needed me. I still talk to the doctors I worked for. It's just been hard. And no matter what you do, you try to get healthy and you just keep getting farther and farther behind. And then sometimes you get into a depression and funk and you try to do well, but you just can't get out of it. So what do you do during the day? It depends on the day. Um, 
the next two weeks is a doctor appointment every day. But there's days where I can't feel my legs, I can't get out of bed, my husband has to walk me to the bathroom. Sometimes I can't get into my bathtub because my legs aren't working, so I have to miss a bath. That's depressing being like that. There's one time I even tried to commit suicide because of it. You pretty much just live. I watch TV on bad days. I try to get out. If I, I have a good day, I will try to get out. I will try to um, go to bingo if I can afford it. My husband tries to take me to the zoo if it's a good day, and I'll try to get at least one-third of the zoo in or something. I do try to get out and move about, but then that plays into the whole money situation, too. Like, you don't have money to really go do things that, you know, like, go, go watch a movie. Or sometimes that bingo plays in. Like, those are things that a handicapped person could do, but you just don't have the money for it. So then you just stay home and watch TV. So I'm becoming more reclusive that, but I don't want to be reclusive. Like I said, I would rather go to work every day, have a life. I would rather go dancing like I should at my age, but I can't because of my legs. How has being on disability affected your relationship with your family as a whole? We all love each other, but I think that as a 40-year-old mother that I could do more for my girls. I wish I could be working because I'd have more money to help them pay for their college or I'd do more for them. But it's, mo it's mostly monetarily stuff. But there's also things like going out dancing, like I could go clubbing with my girls or go do things that a normal 40-year-old person could do, but I can't do that. Other than monetarily and just being able to do certain things, I think that's the main thing. But we still love each other. Your oldest daughter mentioned that because of your open schedule, that you are her and her husband's closest relative and that you've been vital in helping their relationship during bad times. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I agree with that because I'm not working, so I can pretty much just be at their aid mentally. But yeah, I would say that's true. Has having a more open schedule made you closer to your family at all? Well, yeah, I mean, when you're working all the time, you don't get to see your family, but now I see them all the time, but now my kids are in college, so I don't see them anyway. It's just they're not really living with me anymore. The one is in college, and I only see her on weekends, And but now I'm really close to my parents, though that's another stress in it. I'm sick, my parents are sick, so I take care of them as much as I can, so I almost feel like I'm taking care of my parents too, because they're on disability and they're at that age where they really depend on me, but I feel frustrated that I can't do what I'm supposed to do at this age. Thank you for answering these questions and for giving me your honest answer. I know they were really personal questions, so I want to thank you. You're welcome. In this emotional interview, Dee reveals the implications her disability has had on her career, her family, and most importantly, her mental health. Dee experiences depression, torment, 
low self-worth, social isolation, and a loss of independence due to her disability. And according to London Health, these are common experiences for those living with a disability. London Health also explains how these effects can be hardest for those who suddenly develop a disability compared to those who have grown up with a disability, which is the case for Dee who developed the ailments that led to her disability later in life. It is clear that Dee struggles every day with the negative effects that come with her disability. These negative effects have been so detrimental that Dee admitted she has attempted to commit suicide. The source Disabled World explains that suicide is prevalent amongst the disabled community, yet statistics are unknown. The lack of statistics displays an urgent need for research in this area. While there is little research, Disabled World does theorize that the prevalence of suicide amongst the disabled population is mostly due to society's view of life with a disability as hopeless. These societal ideas can become internalized by the person with a disability and can lead to suicide or suicide attempts. It seems that this may be occurring in Dee's life since she did mention being made fun of and tormented by others. However, I believe Dee's loss of independence works alongside the torment she faces when it comes to her suicidal thoughts. Dee not only misses baths and is sometimes unable to make it to the bathroom on her own, but she wishes she could do more to help her daughters, but most importantly her parents who live with her and also suffer illnesses. Dee's inability to complete her roles as mother and daughter to her liking makes her feel worthless. Join me next time as I interview Dee's father to learn how his daughter's disability affects him and to learn more about his previous and current employment status.